0: Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. March Madness is here. If you find yourself out watching the game, drinking, don't drive. Take an Uber. Call a taxi. Call your friend. Call your parents. Call somebody. I don't know. Don't get behind the wheel. But if you do, and if you get pulled over, and you find yourself in trouble... There's only one name you need to keep in mind, Marcos Garza. Before you say guilty, say Garza, but he doesn't just do DUI defense. He also does personal injury and criminal defense. If you find yourself needing a lawyer, use the people who support us. Marcos has been with the podcast for well over a year now. He might as well be a uh, founding member of the Ranch Gang. Marcos Garza, garzalaw.com, 865-540-8300. Let's get to the show
1: the controversial he's the dumbass he can't do math he's an idiot he gets his hair cut at walmart look at that shitty haircut. the realest podcast in the southeast let the dogs loose <laughs> let the goons be goons 11 in a row 11 in a row 11 in a row enough eh, eh. 38 in a row as in 38 on that point when we were whipping that ass ranch gang stand up The
0: holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's
1: Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all.
0: Another edition of Reed's Ranch, February 24th. I am coming at you live from my laundry room. Trying to get this damn microphone that I bought, Seth, to sound good. I've never felt as misled as I did the day I went into Best Buy and they recommended this this microphone. It, I hate it. It echoes, and no matter where I go, I don't know if you saw one a uh, Friday night when me and Will Warren did the podcast, I had pillows wrapped around it, and it still sounded awful. But before we get into that, I just want to ask you how you're doing. How are you, Seth?
1: I'm all right. I'm okay. You sure? I mean, I'm not great. No. You, you've you've taken this loss really hard.
0: Are you okay? Are, are you over the loss yet? Are you still angry? Like yesterday you were angry.
1: I was really angry. You were talking about retiring from the podcast. I was like, man, the last thing I want to do right now is record a podcast. And then you asked me today and like, did I really want to do one? No, but I love you too much not to do one. And I love our patrons too much. I guess, I guess that the only way forward is we just got to talk through it.
0: I feel like that's the only way to move past it is for me and you. To do what we do, which is dust ourselves off and get up, get back in the saddle. Yep. Did, did we quit after Butch Jones cost us the SEC East Division Championship uh, to South Carolina? Did we quit whenever he cost us a trip to the Sugar Bowl? Did we? Did we keep grinding through the god awful 2017 season? No, we're not quitters. We, we we came here and talked about Jeremy Pruitt getting his ass beat by Vanderbilt.
1: Quinton's not in our DNA.
0: No, you can count on a couple of things: Tennessee hurting you, and John and Seth powering through it together. Yep, that's right. We're here.
1: We ain't going anywhere.
0: Unfortunately, we are. We are destined to do this dance together, you and I. <laughs> that's right.
1: I don't eventually,
0: know. I eventually, I hope it leads to something good, like a championship. But we're just gonna keep grinding.
1: Take it day by day. Just focus on Wednesday night. Bad news is I got
0: to go back and watch this game Monday morning. I like to run back through it before the before my radio show on Monday. So right now it's still I don't want to call it hazy, but you know, just so many things happened. Trying to keep up with the Discord, which by the way, how'd, how'd you like the Discord during the game?
1: Uh, it's been a hit. I think my okay, dad you- was getting a little annoyed that I was typing on my laptop more than I was talking to him was he was he mad at you he was driving me crazy but like that's on me because I was just uptight yeah you were you you took this loss hard I was trying I've been trying to think over the past 24 hours the last time we lost a game that had me this devastated I haven't seen you like that in a long time it's been it's been years and years. It's been years and years. Like, because it's not even so much that we lost. Like, we're 24 and three and we're 12 and two. It's that LSU is not anywhere near as good as Kentucky or Tennessee and they swept them. It's that we were up nine, three quarters through the second half. We were rolling and we somehow lost.
0: I don't know how we lost. Yeah, when we got up nine, I thought it was uh lights out. I thought it, I thought it was game over.
1: I don't have a clue how we lost. Like we had the ball at the end of the at the end of regulation, at the end of overtime to win the game and we didn't get a shot off in regulation and we somehow ended up losing the game in overtime. Like I just go back to like Lamonte Turner missing both of the technical free throws. Yeah, those I mean, multiple those multiple trips down the court at the end of the second half when Grant and Admiral were, were fouled, and the ball went in and out. And did and then and then we had to shoot two free throws instead of having an and one. Like I just. I mean, a 31 to 16 free throw disparity, like, I hate it when people blame the refs, but the referees were atrocious yesterday. Well, that's a part of the reason why I didn't get so mad because,
0: I mean, before the season and even during our run, during our win streak, we all looked around and said 15 and three in the SEC type of thing. And we're still on pace to go 15 and three in the SEC.
1: Yeah. I'm a little worried that the team itself doesn't just – it seems like they're playing just so heavy, like the weight of the world is on their shoulders. And, I mean, just for instance, okay, like I'm going to run through really quickly Jordan Bowden's stat line, just points from – January 5th to February 23rd. fifteen sixteen twelve thirteen sixteen three, four, four. 17 19 12 9 15 16 12 13 16 3 4 4. Like what has happened to him?
0: Well, here's what I've been thinking and I don't want to sound I don't want to sound crazy. I don't want to sound like I'm a hater. But is it more that Jordan Bowden has started struggling or that he just got really hot for that stretch of game?
1: Well, I think the fear is that he just got extremely hot, but I feel like he's much more of who I like, well, you know, we've been frustrated with him for two years, right? Yeah, Okay. okay. Okay, Let, let's let's hold back. Let's just start with Georgia, Missouri, Florida. He went Two of eleven from three in those games and he had a combined fifty-seven points. Like he was driving. It wasn't the threes. When he got when he started playing hot, it wasn't the threes. It yeah. was the, it was just transition. He was dunking, hitting layups, hitting free throws. Like, where has that gone? Where has that been?
0: It's 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 disappeared.
1: Like where's Kyle Alexander? Like in Kyle's defense. At about the 10-minute mark of the second half yesterday, he went crazy and started getting rebounds and dunks and blocks and hit a three.
0: Yeah, he 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 hit the three that put us up nine with six minutes and 45 seconds remaining.
1: You know, I mean, Kyle had more rebounds yesterday than he'd had in the previous four games combined. He had more what? He had more rebounds yesterday than he'd had in the previous four games combined. How many rebounds do have? We was... he had? we were talking about he had he had four rebounds to the last. He
0: had no. Kyle, Kyle was doing three a game. I'm he sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Game.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: You're fine. You're fine. You're. Uh, I just got really confused there because yeah. I got the stats put up and it says six. He, I mean, he he matched his last two game total. Like yeah. He, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He, he's been averaging three per game and he had six yesterday. So I thought Kyle between Kyle. Scoring seven points and grabbing six rebounds and blocking three shots and helping hold Nas Reed, you know, completely scoreless for you know basically the entire game. I thought Kyle played pretty well. Agreed. Especially you know, especially with where the bar was.
1: Yeah, I mean, we were just happy to to see that he had a pulse. I feel like you know, I mean, we just wanted to see that he had a pulse.
0: Another game where you know. Three of your four bench players don't give you much, especially scoring. Like I, I thought, Fulkerson played okay. He scored two points, grabbed four rebounds. Like he he was he
1: was solid. I feel like at this point, I think Fulkerson's playing pretty well. Yeah, no, I mean I, I was okay with Fulkerson. Like I said, the
0: bench isn't giving you any, any scoring though, and you know that that's that's in part because Bowden's struggling, and it's in part because. They made the starting lineup change to bring Pons, you know, to make Pons uh, a bench player rather than a starter. So I think, can you hear my damn dog? Can you hear that? Yeah. Can you Um, hear Frank?
1: Yes, I can hear Frank. He's going fucking berserk.
0: Hey, Frank, shut up. Be quiet, Frank. Try to do a podcast in here. sorry no apology needed i don't know what's gotten into him between him barking all the time and my cat trying to escape the cat's been try- trying to become an outside cat every time the every time i go to open the door she runs out yesterday she jetted out seth and she jumped in a tree and climbed 10 feet in the tree i didn't even know she could climb then she got out again and hid under the porch forever Then she got out again and went all the way deep in the woods, and I had to chase her. And I don't know if you've known this, but it's been raining for nine straight days here, so the ground's pretty slippery. And I slipped and I fell in the mud, chasing that stupid cat. My mic won't quit echoing. My cat keeps trying to escape. My dog is acting crazy, although he's pretty obedient once I yell at him. He knew that it was a serious time to be quiet. My basketball team keeps getting their ass kicked.
1: Life's not good right now over here in, uh, in my estate. It rained 10.41 inches from February 16th through February the 23rd. That's a lot.
0: So are you worried now? Like, Have you hit the point where you're worried?
1: Yeah. When you say worried, what does that mean? That we're a Sweet 16 team. That we're maxing out the Sweet 16? Yeah, how can anybody not be worried? Like, I will say that there is so much basketball left to be played that it could all just be a blip on the radar. I mean, like. Hey, fuck, knock it off! Well, that's the thing, is like, we play so many basketball games. And we've lost three of them.
0: Yeah, you, you play a lot of basketball games, and at the end, the, both of these games that we've lost have been on the road against top teams in the SEC.
1: Yeah, I mean, to play devil's advocate against myself, um, last year, Villanova in in the month of February lost to St. John's at home, lost at Providence, and lost at Creighton. None of those teams that I just listed are as good as Kentucky, and none of them are as good as LSU. Even without Tremont Waters,
0: which obviously that makes the loss worse, right? Whenever they didn't even have their best player, and their second best player went scoreless until a free throw with like 35 seconds left or 40 seconds left or whatever. That, if you, obviously, if you say that those two guys combined for one point, you think Tennessee should should win, should roll. But at the same time, the officiating was obviously shitty and not to make it a, you know, not to make it an excuse because I think that Tennessee did some really, really dumb shit yesterday, including Lamonte Turner. And like, this is, this is a discussion we have to have with Lamonte Turner, right? It's like, is he a liability at this point? You still have confidence in him because I believe it was on the podcast Wednesday where you said he just has to keep shooting, that he's earned the right to keep shooting and, and yesterday he kept shooting and he wasn't making anything. And then he tried to be a hero on a pull-up jumper with, you know, three and a half seconds left.
1: I'm not, I'm not giving, I'm not, I'm, I'm not selling Lamonte. You're still holding on hope. Mm-hmm. I am. I, I'm not, I'm not giving up on him. Like, uh, I think that yesterday was a terrible shot. I think that he has shot poorly for a while now and I think he shot more I think he's attempted more field goals in the last 3 games than Grant has
0: which is I would say that number got skewed um with with Grant I think registering
1: what four shot attempts at Kentucky but still to me to me that to me that doesn't excuse it to me that is the point
0: Grant's last 3 games he has shot thirty-one times.
1: And Lamonte has shot um
0: thirty-three times. Or 34, 30, 34 times. So So he shot one I mean he shot, he shot one more time than him, and they shouldn't be getting the same amount of shots.
1: No, it shouldn't even be close to that. No offense to Lamonte, but like My
0: man is my man my man is on a four four of twenty three from three stretch right
1: now. And I would bet, I would bet, I would bet a lot of money that when we hit the NCAA tournament, Lamonte Turner is gonna be hitting threes.
0: Well, he's gonna to have to, buddy. If Tennessee's gonna have a chance, he has to play good, and that's why you can't give up on him, is that you have to have him.
1: You have to have him, and he's 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 given you the benefit, I still think as bad. Like, forget about the Kentucky game. He didn't shoot well. Like, I don't care about that game. I don't. I don't care about that. He didn't play well in that game. Forget about that shot yesterday. He has given you the benefit of the doubt with the Purdue game last year, the Kentucky game last year, the big shot against Loyola. He's gonna get. He's gonna hit big shots. Okay, like he shot terribly against Kentucky and he lost his mind yesterday. And. I would bet a significant amount of money that when the NCAA tournament starts, Lamonte shoots well. My issue is that for some reason, and I don't know why this is, it's like at the end of regulation yesterday with like 30 seconds left or whatever when we gave it to Grant at the top of the key, and he just blew by him. Twice, twice. And I just, I remember when he scored to tie the game at the end of regulation, I put my head in my hands. And, like, I just looked at my dad, and I said, it is so easy for him. Why have we not been doing that all game? Like, I feel like we just forget about the fact we have the best player in the conference on our team. As crazy as that sounds, and as good as Admiral was yesterday, and he was awesome, Grant, is not shooting enough. Like fourteen shots yesterday is not enough. He was two for eleven at one point, right?
0: Or two for ten. I know for a fact. I know for a fact he was two for ten. So I mean, so I mean, he he, he was struggling, but he did make it look easy in the clutch. And like I said, I want to go back and rewatch it Monday morning because I wonder how many of those misses came from him getting the ball at the top of the key able to face up and drive or shoot his jumper Uh, because matchup wise him yesterday, just getting the ball in the post. He's just, he's, he's outsized there. But when he was able to get the ball in position where he could dribble past a guy, use his athleticism, that was obviously when he was really effective.
1: Yeah. I mean the best, our best offense is when he has the ball at the top of the key. Like we've said that before. Like I said that in the last podcast, like, The offense needs to run through him at the top of the key and get him one-on-one and let him go.
0: And to our credit, when we had to have a bucket, we did it twice.
1: And it's the same thing. It's the same thing, like, to our credit, at the end of the Loyola game last year, we did it, and he got the and one. But it's like, why are we not doing that the whole game? That is my issue. It's fine. It's fine when Lamonte and Jordan Bowden are hitting every single three they make like they were for a stretch. It's fine when Jordan Bones not sick. Because when that's going on, we didn't even need Admiral to play well. Because yesterday was the first time we'd seen Admiral be Admiral in a long time. But when that isn't going well, when the shots aren't falling for Lamonte, when Jordan Bowden is in a funk...
0: We sort of we had we had to have Grant bring us down the stretch. I mean, I, I know that I kept tweeting, "Bring us home, Admiral." But you know, about the five minute point where Tennessee lost their lead was basically because Admiral wasn't hitting. Like I, at that point, you would have hoped Grant would have stepped up. Then,
1: like my preferred offense for this team in the half court is Grant at the top of the key. He drives. If they crash, he dishes to Admiral for a three. Or Lamonte for a three. Like, Grant is going to find the open guy. Like, our offense can be that simple. And at the end of the game, in a tight game, because we're going to be playing in the second weekend against a pretty good team. And it's going to be like, sorry, but Grant has to go and win the game. Do our co- and if that happened, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go. You go. I mean, I, I just. Wait, you want me to go? It has to be that it's that simple for us. I think like it doesn't have to be fancy. Like this is back to back games where I felt like our defense played really well. Outside of of smart getting to the to the basket. Well, that's what I was going to bring up.
0: Is you know I talked about this after the Alabama game about what happens when these guys catch fire and that's that's maybe to me the most alarming thing is that he's not very good and he was making our guards look like they were standing still like he was just getting it around them every time he wanted to get to the basket at the end of the game and you know same as Colin Sexton or not Colin Sexton uh Petty same as Oh boy from Memphis who had like 30 points in the second half. Like, when players get hot, I don't know if we have a defender we can throw at and stop that guy.
1: What I don't understand was that when I really paid attention, and by that I mean the first half, in the Kentucky game, like, Lamonte was on Ashton Hagen's like white on rice. He wasn't letting Hagen's breathe. Hagen's is a lot quicker than Javante Smart. It wasn't even like he, it wasn't the quickness. It it just looked like
0: it was a, he he was driving unorthodoxly, uh, whatever the hell the word is. Like it was like I don't know if you're familiar with who Justin Anderson is in the or Kyle Anderson, excuse me in the in the NBA, yeah. the guy that the Grizzlies signed away from the Spurs. They call him Slow Mo, but the, he gets to the rim kind of herky jerky. Change of direction, change of speed, type of thing. Like, it just, he's slow, but he still gets to the rim. That's how that smart guy was doing yesterday. It wasn't, I didn't feel like he was blowing by people as much as like just weirdly getting around them. I know that doesn't make sense, but like, uh, just, it, w- it was frustrating. It was very frustrating. We still don't, we still haven't been able to go out and stop a guy when he gets in a groove. You know, we tried different looks too, like Admiral tried, it. the guy blew by Admiral. Now, granted, Admiral had four fouls, so maybe he—you can't let him get stuck there.
1: I thought that was purely—I know which one you're talking about. I thought that was purely four fouls.
0: But still, like you can't—you can't let your guy get caught there with four fouls against somebody who's, you know, driving by you and getting buckets.
1: Agreed. I, I really—I—I I am surprised we didn't go zone more at the end of the game. I—I uh, don't think
0: Rick Barnes coached a good game at all. Yeah. I thought Rick Barnes did a very bad job of coaching yesterday, at least at least in critical situations. I know I'm always mad about timeouts, guy, but if you call, if if you get your team's attention or one of your team, uh, you know, because you have all veterans on your team, you're not playing freshmen. You get somebody's attention that that last eight seconds, and you call a timeout. And you say, "Hey, we're we're going to run our best play here, and the last thing we are going to do is give them the ball back with a chance to win." Yeah. If you get the ball on a rebound with eight seconds left in a tie game, you should not lose that game. In that situation.
1: Not not in that period.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, if you lose in double overtime, sure. That's that's obviously different. You don't you don't lose in that eight seconds. That's one of the biggest sins in basketball is shooting too early.
1: Yeah, I mean he obviously I will preface what I'm about to say by saying he obviously should have called a timeout. There is zero doubt he should have called a timeout. In, I imagine that Lamonte pulling up to shoot that shocked nobody more than it did Rick Barnes and that that was the last thing he expected to happen. And as good as we are in transition, that ending was the last thing in the world he expected. Now, hopefully he learns his lesson from it from here on out and says, unless Jordan Bone has the ball in his hands, we're absolutely calling a timeout. Because Jordan Bone's not going to shoot that ball right then.
0: But there was no doubt to me that Lamonte was going to shoot it. He's got the I, heroes. He's got the hero syndrome. He wants to be the hero. I did
1: not. I did not expect Lamonte to pull up right then.
0: I will say I I, I didn't expect him to shoot a a three with four seconds left. I yeah, thought okay, maybe he yeah. was get to the rim, but he was not passing the ball. Oh, my now opinion. if if
1: you're going to say that if it's at the end of the game and Lamonte has the ball with the chance to win, if he's going to take that shot. Hell yes.
0: Yeah, no, he, he, he was not going to pass it.
1: He's going to take that shot. Now, if he had driven to the rim at like and, and shot it at the buzzer and missed it, well, okay, the, the three was the last thing I expected to happen in that sequence. I was not expecting him to pull up in transition like that and bomb one. <laughs> My God, what a dumb play. Such a I dumb mean, it, basketball it play. It was shockingly stupid. Our, our seniors... I mean, our, our, not he's not a senior, but like, we've done some, yeah, we've done some really dumb stuff lately. That three, Admirals, flagrant one or two, whatever it was the other night on that breakaway.
0: Yeah, uh, flagrant one.
1: Like, we've done some dumb stuff. Now.
0: Don't forget Jordan Bones' intentional foul yesterday. Just grabbing a guy by the waist, which that you, was can't so do, dumb. you can't do at any level in basketball.
1: And like, Jordan Bone obviously felt terrible.
0: Sure, sure. You can see him in um,
1: in the huddle that one time when he was sitting down and he was like just huddled over basically, just bent over. You know he felt bad when you just
0: look at his stat line and see that he had zero assists. Yeah. Zero assists and three turnovers. I mean. That's what makes it worse is that yesterday was a game where, where Lamonte has to pick up the slack and he did the dumbest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't think this team all of a sudden just got dumb. Were they rattled yesterday from the crowd? I don't know. Were they rattled from their point guard having the flu or food poisoning or whatever it was? Probably.
1: See, okay, well, here's one thing, and this is just me spitballing. Like, I thought Kentucky was an instance of you're playing a top five team in Rupp, and it's been a long time since you've played a bad game, and you just got outplayed. Yesterday, I thought we just didn't, like, we just seemed, like, off in a different way. Like, we never got it going in, in, in a real, like, because we were clearly better than LSU, I thought.
0: Especially with yesterday's version of LSU.
1: Yeah, like, it's not even close. Like, I don't think anybody doubts that. Like, I mean, whatever, we lost, so... You tip the hat to LSU. But like we never even, like we just seemed so herky-jerky the whole game. Like I don't just, the, it just didn't seem fluid. Whereas Kentucky, it was just like Kentucky was better than us eight days ago. And you say, okay, it happens every now and then. It's better that it happens February the 16th instead of March. Yesterday, I didn't feel like LSU was better than us. I just felt like we were off. And it's like, you know I just feel like if we had played LSU three weeks ago we'd roll them.
0: yeah, no disagreement there
1: but here's the thing here's the good thing it's the good and bad thing is that this team has a lot of games left to make everyone forget about the past eight days because if they go and they went out and they finished 28 and three, nobody Nobody is going to talk about Kentucky and LSU.
0: Man, they have to respond. We had the same conversation, though, on Wednesday. He said, if they go beat LSU, no one's going to worry. And then they lost in pretty dumb fashion. In
1: in hilariously stupid fashion. A sickening fashion. I mean, I was so mad that I cracked my laptop case when I slammed it shut. (laughs) And I put it in my backpack and told my dad I was going back to my apartment. (sighs) he was vacuuming when I left. He was so mad. Let's
0: get to some patron questions.
1: Patreon.com
0: slash Reads Ranch. We have launched a Discord service. If you don't know what Discord is, it's basically an online community. It's a chat room. We set up different channels. Yesterday during the game, we had a live thread going. It was a lot of fun. It was hard to keep up with. A lot of comments flying in. You get access to that conversations uh right now we're streaming the podcast live on there if you want access to that patreon.com slash ranch Seth, we got a lot of uh patrons to shout out who just went and either signed up or upped their pledge so let's start with uh new patron brandon ashby thank you brandon love you cody Di- uh cody dishong thank you cody love you Sorry i said your name wrong cody uh peyton isberg
1: thank you peyton love you Zach Brinkley upped his from $2 to $10. Shout out to Zach. We love you. East Town and Down went from 2 to 5 Thank you, East Town and Down. Love you. Eric went from 2 to 5 Thank you, Eric. Love you. Andrew Julian went to 5 Thank you, Andrew. Love you. New $2 patron,
0: Stephen Walker. Thank you, Stephen. Love you. Hope I didn't miss anybody.
1: Thank you all for supporting our families.
0: Oh, one more. Robbie Phillips upped his from $2 to $7. Thank you, Robbie. Love you. Shout out to Robbie. Glad I didn't forget that one. All right, let's get to some patron questions from the Discord. Luke asks, uh, did you have a problem with Barnes not calling a timeout before the last possession? Many people have pointed out that you can't call timeouts. The coach can't call live ball timeouts. The coach is not responsible, although obviously he can get his team's attention. The team should look to him in certain situations. Uh, I mean, I had a problem that there was no timeout. Obviously, called Rick Barnes apparently said after the game that he was trying to call a timeout and just no one looked to him. He he couldn't get anybody's attention. Did you see that quote? No, I did not. I saw that yesterday, or somebody texted it to me, or something like. Uh, so I'm I, I'll give it 85% validity. I haven't 100% confirmed it, but uh, people were telling me yesterday that Barnes tried to call a timeout and no one no one paid attention to him. So I'm not going to be overly critical of him. At the time, I was mad. And at the time, I think you should call a timeout and draw your best play or just stop the train that was Lamonte because I know lamonte has got balls of steel. I know he hit the shot in Rupp, but I still don't want him being the guy with the ball at the end. I would rather have Bone, Sick, or Admiral, or Grant.
1: Yeah, the thing. another thing about Lamonte is that I feel like he also knew he had played bad and in his mind – If you knock down that shot, it doesn't matter. Sure. He wants to be a hero. Like, he wants to be a hero, for good or bad. He wants the shot. Yeah, I mean, I I don't, I'm not going to denigrate Lamonte. I love him. I'm I'm riding with him. Okay. I I respect that, Seth Hughes. He's my guy. Orange
0: Kool-Aid asks, what starting five do we have the best chance with? What do we feel has been the issue down the final stretch? Tired, chemistry, defense, slump, schedule, et cetera, et cetera.
1: I think that the starting five we have now is our best bet. Uh, I, think man, I, are, I think those are our five best players. I,
0: I, I've i kind of gotten back to the point where I kind of want to see Pond start and we stagger Levante and Bowden off the bench. Yeah. But our closing five, like I, I want it to be, a little bit matchup dependent. Obviously, if Kyle's got it going and you're playing against somebody where you need a big man down there, that's fine. But I mean, one of Bowden or Lamonte has to separate themselves. They're both playing like shit right now. No offense, I know that's your boy, but
1: no, yeah, I think Lamonte would agree.
0: Heath asked, a "Percent chance this team makes it past the Sweet 16? What percent chance are you are given that right now?"
1: Thirty to thirty-five percent. Really? As of right now. Wow. We've lost two out of our last three. Yeah. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it from a February 24th vacuum. That that seems that seems reckless. That seems like a recency bias. Well, I'm looking at it. He said from right. He said right now. He just says percent chance this team makes it past the Sweet 16. That's oh. all he said. I don't know. I don't know. If it's... I mean, if we're talking the whole schedule, then like 75% chance. I mean, I, I
0: don't think you can go less than
1: 50%. Okay.
0: I don't think you can give anything less than 50% of this team makes it to the Elite Eight. Now, you know, a couple of weeks ago, if you'd asked me, I might have said 85, 90% chance. Yeah. Of getting past the Sweet 16. And maybe right now... If, I, I would say sixty percent, sixty-five percent might be my final answer. Will Warren? Will Warren ask if uh, Tennessee should have gone to a zone down the stretch? Which I think is him just trying to tell us that he thinks Tennessee should have gone to a zone down the stretch.
1: Yeah, I, d- I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we should have. I think it's also. I think it, I'm. I'm also shocked that we matched them in offensive rebounds. Yeah,
0: it's a weird game yesterday. These one game samples are you know hard not to overreact to, but I'm trying not to. Trent Larkins asked, uh, "Did Rick's teams t- tend to peak too early and struggle down the stretch while he was at Texas?" I went. I took a random five year sample size and looked at at Rick's teams. There wasn't really any big trend like sometimes they did sometimes they didn't type of deal
1: yeah I didn't know when I saw that question I honestly I'm the wrong person to ask um there there was one there was one particular year when they got up they were were ranked number three in the country
0: heading into their last five games which was pretty similar to where we're at right now Mm -hmm. and he lost at unranked Nebraska beat Iowa State at home Lost at Colorado, lost to Kansas State, and then won at Baylor to end the year. That was 2000, uh, I guess, eleven.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I just don't know. I don't, I just don't know if about
0: enough about his history. Yeah. So I mean, they got to number three in the country, then lost three of their last five. So I won't say that it's like a crazy trend, but it is something that's happened. I guess. It wasn't like he always ran good or bad. I guess it was just in in his uh, in his
1: history. Vol Maniac says, "Why the hell does Ponds get any playing time at all?" <laughs> well, you got to give some people some. You got to play somebody.
0: It just feels like such found money. It, it feels like found money whenever Pons scores.
1: Yeah, it's. If he like, does
0: anything good on to basketball court, you're surprised.
1: Yeah. Right? Is
0: that, is that fair to say? Whenever, yes. whenever Big yes. Fulkerson drove to the rim yesterday and threw up that shot, and Pines got lucky that the ball bounced right to him and he could dunk it in, it just felt like the the luckiest play that we've had in a while.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Like, I, I, it blows my mind that he's so bad on defense. Like, I feel like he's completely lost on defense. I'm really disappointed that he has not gotten better at defense. Like, I just wanted him to be a lockdown defender. Forget about offense. But he's better on offense than he is on defense. For
0: me, forget lockdown defender. I just want him to be good, like solid at defense, like not a liability. Don't get lost on team defense and just be solid. Be slightly above average at defense. With your athleticism, you should be slightly above average.
1: Yeah, no doubt it's not an effort thing with him i mean he plays hard i feel like at least he just isn't good yet it's very odd because the player development has been so outstanding everywhere else except him except him so it's not a coaching thing
0: him him and Jalen johnson are uh frustrating
1: Yeah, you just really, really wish so badly still that Jalen Johnson could play a damn lick of defense. Because... I thought yesterday would have been a good
0: game for him to play. I'm
1: surprised he didn't play any.
0: Since we went a lot of zone and, like, you know, they couldn't really punish you with their shooting, would have thought that maybe Jalen Johnson would have gotten some run. Although, like, I don't think the offense was really Tennessee's problem yesterday. I just thought they just got screwed with officiating. And just did did dumb things. They did some losing basketball plays. And it's not like you trust Jalen Johnson to go in there and make the smart basketball play, right?
1: <laughs> that's a good way of put it. They, they Tennessee did some lose play had some losing basketball plays. That's a very good way of put it.
0: yeah, that that's what it was. they They just did dumb stuff that lost in the basketball game. Like I don't think that they needed his scoring out there. I didn't think Ponds was a a difference maker in the negative. I thought Tennessee should have won. And they would have won if they just didn't do dumb shit yesterday. And they did a bunch of dumb shit, and they got hurt by the refs, and uh, that. that's that. We'll see if they keep doing loser stuff. Who? Uh, when do they play? They play Wednesday of this week. They go to Ole Miss? Yeah, they go to Oxford. How's Ole Miss been lately? They, they won by one yesterday against Georgia. Is that right? I believe they won by one at home against uh, Georgia. I didn't even know. Yeah, they did. They won by they're, one at home. They're not
1: very good.
0: They uh they they kind of rotted the ship, I guess, but they haven't beaten anybody. Auburn sucks. My god, Auburn sucks. What is yeah. wrong with them?
1: They're not very good. I mean, they're just they don't they weren't that good last year. They just got incredibly hot.
0: Yeah. Their last games, they beat Texas A&M by four, won at Georgia by sixteen, won at Auburn by five. Beat Missouri by 10, lost by 15 at South Carolina, and beat Georgia at home by one. So, like, Tennessee should go in there and win. If Tennessee doesn't win that game by eight or more points, I'll be a little worried. Yeah. No time for a conspiracy corner today. No time for an NBA quiz. Nothing fun. I I've gotten a little bit angry since – I've gotten a little angry today since talking to you, to be honest.
1: We don't have time for that sh- – We've we need. It's time to put away childish things.
0: Well, I mean, not always. We'll we'll do it again. Wait, if I, right
1: now, it is. It's it's time to put away childish things right now. I mean, my cat got out. I just got a text from Kendall saying the cat's out. <sighs> These damn pets are driving me crazy. Like it's not the time for conspiracy corner, guys. We've lost two out of three. <sighs> I can't even begin. To muster the brain power needed for an NBA quiz when we've lost two out of our last three games and we have Kentucky this week.
0: You coming up to Knoxville for the game? I think so. It depends yeah. on
1: Wednesday night. If we lose Wednesday night, then no. Have I you mean, looked at little, tickets
0: for the Kentucky <laughs> game?
1: A little bit, but man, I was kind of thinking about just hanging out with you.
0: What are the I mean, That would be fun. Where are the prices at right now? They probably go down a little bit since we lost.
1: Let's look right quick.
0: Either that or it'll open it up for more uh, Kentucky fans.
1: So, um, $126 right now. Nothing crazy, but I mean, I paid $125 for the last time we played Kentucky and we got our ass hammered.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got killed. So. It was uh, not a fun experience. All right, Seth. I got nothing else for you. Other than I, mean, I love I, you,
1: I love you too, and it's always good to talk to you. You might not feel better after this, but I do.
0: Well, that's good because I feel worse, but I'm glad to know you feel better.
1: I mean, it, it's always calming to hear your voice.
0: Oh, deep, deep breath. So
1: we we got we got a long season ahead of us. We got we have hopefully seven games before the NCAA tournament. That'd be nice. That would be very cool. All
0: right, Seth. I'll talk to you later.
1: Later, buddy. Love you.
0: Love you. See you guys.